Hello, I'm Beth Zetlin, and welcome to Significant Mother, a podcast inspired by a 2019 New York Times essay of the same name by my ex-stepson, Robert Landon. Join us and Renato Pinto, the third member of our little bestie throuple here, as we explore non-traditional families, Robert's hypocrisy, Beth's really poor financial decisions, and freak flags of all stripes. In the meantime, we hope our cray-cray makes you feel better about your own. And now let's transition awkwardly to this episode of Significant Mother. Okay, so here we are literally on the couch for Significant Mother on the Couch. Yeah, we're chilling. And I am here because uh, my back chose to go out. Yeah, it chose. It decided... I'm out of here. And it's New Year's Eve here in our time, whatever time you're listening to it, almost in surely our, not. In our time world. And um, in our time world. <laughs> of, And yeah, it's about to be a new decade. And all that jazz. Oh yeah, does I don't think the next decade officially starts until 2011, though. I think 2010 is part you of mean the old decade. 20, 21. Yeah, whatever. Whatever details. Yeah, yeah these things. Same, same thing. <laughs> details, details, you know. Same 2011, thing. 20. When you get to our age, what difference does it make? Okay, so again, like, this isn't the hammy episode. <laughs> well, I can be hammy. I mean, it's it, myself. Just be your. You look drugged. You know, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I look drugged you on. You do. On, did, like. Did you take uh, Benadryl? N- no. I didn't take any Benadryl. You have that kind of, like, that look. Remember that time I came home and you'd stolen all my painkillers? Oh, my God. And I was in, like, searing. Oh, my God. I was in searing pain and you you were, like, on the couch. Here we go. This exaggeration. On your ninth hour of of International House Hunters. (laughs) This is a true story. That's true. Right? I did. Anyway, Ninth so hour. actually, that, that's a perfect transition into our topic today. Which is? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we have nothing planned on it other than it came up when we did the episode on my dad. Right. And we discovered that I still have volcanic rage <laughs> deep inside me. Yeah. And Beth told Just me. Just a little. And Beth no. got really kind of Judeo-Christian <clears throat> on me and said that I had to forgive him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, do you believe? Okay, well, that's you said Judeo Christian. So, do you believe yeah. that that's not like um, a good value? Then, like you got a little judgy with that Judeo Christian on me. Well, it it was just kind of I don't know the way. I think that. Yeah, I mean, I think every tradition probably has forgiveness in there somewhere. Maybe I don't actually. Don't, I'm not going to say everyone, but yeah. Certainly the ones I know of. I think Islam, Judaism. I mean, I think forgiveness is... Uh, it, it's it's really for the forgiver mm-hmm. more than the forgived. In yeah. my, you know... I mean, as far as being healthy um, mentally and psychologically and emotionally. The, well, the reason I said Judaism... Wouldn't you say? I, I, will, I totally agree with you. And that's, yeah. that's the principle I've always... I mean, it, it, it's a burden that you let go of. To me, again, yeah. when you for, you're able to forgive somebody, it's sort of like it feels like, okay, I don't have to carry that anger or resentment around anymore. But I think there's also, <clears throat> I, think, I think it's something that one must be ready to do, though. And I think it's of not course. something you can skip over. You can't skip to. For example, if... If you've just spent an hour like <laughs> detailing how you were abused by your father, you probably okay. wouldn't want your best friend to tell you that you should forgive him. But that, which was interesting because it start, it, it sparked our whole conversation, right? And it was like, yeah, she because like I was puzzled because I agreed with you in principle, and yet why was it that I couldn't? I didn't feel relevant. I didn't. I'm not saying you were wrong. It just didn't feel relevant, right, at the moment. Well, it, it probably was. I, I, when I went back to listen, and, you know, actually everybody should record, create their own podcast, basically. Yeah. <laughs> record everything you say. Yeah. <laughs> Conversations with people. Because when you go back and listen to them, you realize some of the things that you thought, like, you're, you're, 
memory of what happened may not be totally accurate. And then did you want to talk about I, so I want to ask how you for remembered forgiveness it. Let me, no, for wait, 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 wait. insisting you forgive no, you your father. To, you don't have to ask for forgiveness because no, we, we've yeah. talked about it. But Yeah, we did. But I, I, tell me what you thought. Tell me what you thought happened and then tell me when you went back and listened to it what actually happened. Well, I didn't think I was pushing you to forgive your father so much after we had the conversation. And then when we after we did that podcast, we recorded that podcast. Which is episode I, something or other. Yeah, I'm sorry, episode something or other. It's the second on the couch episode. Um, so this is the third. Anyway, after that one, um, we had this big fight. You know, mm-hmm. it was a big fight, like a big argument. Yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't a fight, like but... you know, there was no blood was shed, or you know, we don't get violent. <laughs> But, we did. but maybe voices were raised, passions were expressed. Yeah, over the course of several days. Well, the original was the big one, but yes. But then, then we remember yeah, that we, we listened to back. it again just to make sure it, you know it come out right and whatever whether we wanted to actually post it because it was very for yeah. me especially very uh, yeah it personal. was a lot it was very you dug really deep yeah emotionally and it probably was not a good time for me to like. And I didn't think I was pushing it. Okay, and then what so happened, I'm admitting then what that happened when after I went to listen to it, to it I, I heard myself. I mean, I was pushing it. Maybe not saying the words, you must forgive your father, but it was definitely, I would not let that go. Yeah. The idea of, you know, forgiving him. And, and what, I, what I said, and that's why I, I jokingly refer to um, Judeo-Christian forgiveness because, like, I think that often we have, uh, well, uh, this is tough. This is tough because I haven't really thought it through. But I think often, and I'm not saying you necessarily do this, although actually I do think, I think we're very uncomfortable with um, anger and and these difficult emotions and mm-hmm. that we want the other person to... We, we we can sort of paper over it with this notion of forgiveness that's not real. And and I think forgiveness has to come when, and this is why I said it takes time, because if somebody has hurt you, I mean, for you know, usually when you're an adult, if somebody hurts you, chances are in most cases, and I'm not saying in all cases at all, but many cases, you probably had some part in it, you know, like you mm-hmm. chose to be with them, if at all. But I didn't choose to be with my father or raised by him. Right. So I, I couldn't really, the, th- the, the tradition that I have learned about forgiveness, forgiveness from is the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. And what we do with that is that we have resentments which is like the sort of like the, the anger that eats at you. It's not just the explosive anger like you lose your temper. It's this kind of, it's that mental like, mm. oh, that jerk, that jerk. I can't believe he did that. Da, da, da. Mm. And, and the sort of like the thing right. that eats at you. Right, right. That's corrosive. Yes, that's a good word for it, corrosive. And, um, and so what, what we do is that we try to see our part in that resentment. What did we do? How do we participate in it? Uh-huh. And, uh, in the 12 steps. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the 12-step tradition of resentment. Right. And in the case of my father, I really can't see any part that I played in it. I mean, I was, you know... Well, you were a child, and I really think... I mean, yeah. not that at a certain age you don't have a conscious awareness or, a, you know, a certain responsibility, but... Um, but very as low a, level. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as an adult, one should take the yeah. the more mature, higher road. Yeah. I mean, and I mean that's how I view things. But you know that an adult should be um, more in control, more understanding, being able to step back and look mm-hmm. at a, the bigger picture of it. Anything like that a child may be doing, yeah. acting out in my brain, and certainly you did act out. I was a witness to your <laughs> acting out. Yeah, no, I and was. you still do. But, you know, a.k.a. last weekend when you were visiting our friend, beep. Um, yeah, we don't have to go into that, though. <laughs> but, no, but this is about me being a victim right now. But um, no, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, children do push 
buttons. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, that's obvious. Right. But I'm just saying that, like, as an adult, you know, he should have and was more, you know. That's a no-brainer. Right. That's a no-brainer. But the thing was, it, it was like, okay, so... What do I do with that? Like, I remember, it. Was, first of all, I just want to say in, in, in context, like I had never sat down and, and discussed my father in a somewhat unimpassioned way for an hour, like detailing and putting all these things together. Mm-hmm. And it was really intense. It, right. It was an extremely intense experience. Mm-hmm. And, and it made me feel very like, uh, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, Small, victimized, vulnerable, whatever. Yeah. It was really horrible memories. And well, yeah. And then, so then to have somebody say you should forgive him, it just, if you'd said that to me in another state of mind, right? I might have, I would have been completely receptive to it. Okay. But I was, I had just journeyed through really dark stuff for an hour, right? Intensely, like nonstop, which doesn't sound that, maybe an hour doesn't sound that much, but it is. And, and so I was just thinking about it and I was like, yeah, like what, it, what is it that I, I felt like I, I had to get my mind. The other thing that I kept on saying is like, how do you forgive? My father was very, um, as I, I think I said in the podcast, he was very narcissistic. So I kept on wondering, like, how do you forgive somebody with whom, for whom you didn't really exist apart from being a reflection of him? Like, I didn't have a relationship with somebody f- to forgive that. He was just, he, w- <clears throat> he was just a whirling dervish of right. rage and <clears throat> need and desire. So do you think it's impossible to forgive him then because he's a narci- he was a narcissist? Oh, I, I wish the readers could see the judgy eyes. And- oh, sh- I'm not judging. Don't, don't you, but don't- I'm not judging. I'm, com- I'm completely just asking you this question. It is such a pointed question. No, I'm asking you, do you think it's possible because I, I, it's a true, honest question. Do you think that it's not possible because he was a narcissist? That, because that's what it sounds like you're saying, that it's impossible to forgive a narcissist oh. because I, I, if I'm wrong, I mean, just tell me. I don't know. I'm really no. genuinely asking you. Uh, what I'm saying is that in some ways it is impossible. Uh-huh. And at the same time, like, I still have to do, I still have to deal with it in some way. That doesn't mean that, like, I'm off the hook. Right. And I'm not saying I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm, it, well, I'm posing the question. To... I want to talk about this because I don't know what the answer is. Do you have to forgive him? I, see, I, see, I don't, here's the thing about forgiveness. So, so we talked about the background and then. Just my theory of forgiveness. I think a lot of times people um, rush to forgive mm-hmm. to make themselves <clears throat> saints. And the saints are actually like, if you look at Christianity, Judeo-Christian, especially Christian, which is the tradition you grew up in and it was very strong. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sort of um, self-wounding in the Christian tradition. Martyrs, people that are, you know, they're, they're better because they... Um, they have absorbed the shock of 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 someone else's aggression. You know, turn the other cheek, or the right saints being burned alive, or whatever. Like those, that's what sort of right held up. And and in your question, they were just asking for it. And in your question, I felt that it was there was it was a bit in that spirit, and and sometimes I do see that like in you. Well, I. Because I think you, I think personally, I think what you've done is often, I mean, you can get angry and whatever, and, and I've totally seen you scream at people. Um, scream. Well, customer service people. Scream. Yeah. I raise my voice. Raise your voice. I don't scream. That's true. You don't. You really, well, screaming. I get firm. Real firm. I get firm. And tough. I don't, I don't like, you know, call people idiots or no. call them names or. No, you're right. Or like have a no, you reserve, meltdown or anything like that. You I, reserve I just, that for me. I don't call you names. <laughs> you called me like. I don't call you names. No, I'm kidding. Of course not. But I, I do. I can get firm. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, you yes. can get angry. You can definitely yeah. get angry. Oh, and I get road rage. I mean, I scream. I do scream at other drivers. I, I like, yell at them and say, what do you think? You're the only one on the road. I shouldn't scream. At, yeah. Like, yeah, you okay. don't have to. Yeah, I shouldn't talk that loud. Right? But, okay. No, you're, anyway, you're but, definitely, yeah, you're definitely an angry driver. So, right. But what I'm saying is what I, what, I, what I think, what I'm trying not to do, and I'm not saying necessarily that you do that, although I'm, in, I'm strongly implying it just as you did that I should, I should forgive, is that I think that you have this, in, to a certain degree, absorbed the blow and taken the hit. And, and of whatever has made you, whatever has harmed you, rather than um, sort of like process the whole thing and being like. And w- wait a minute. And like, you well, just like I the, don't fight back or. Yeah, just, well, it, just there's certain understand. areas of your life that are like finances or whatever. Like you're willing to, for example, will be, will a check will come. And, okay, but the, and, that's wait. Let me just the, let me just let me the, just let me just put it. I'm oh, just putting yeah. it in context. Okay. A check will come, and somebody will be like shorting the bill, and you would much rather pay the difference than just be like, "Hey, you owe you owe twenty more dollars." Like you would much rather take that financial hit. And I, and what I'm saying is that I think that has something to do with like. I, I think forgiveness comes in your, your, your vision of forgiveness is very similar to mine that it is for oneself and it is with, but I think it, it, it has to be, <clears throat> I think the fruit has to be ripe first. You can't pick the unripe fruit of forgiveness and call it forgiveness. Yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, there's a, I mean, if you're talking about like, you know, there is a difference between just smoothing things over and actually forgiving someone, of course. Yeah. I I agree with you. If you're talking about, like, yeah, just I, I don't want to go there or deal with that, whatever, that's a different thing than actually coming to terms with someone who's injured you because mm-hmm. what isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah. Like, forgiveness is when somebody has injured you in some way be it intentional or non-intentional. Yeah. And you're saying to yourself or to them, mm-hmm. you know, if they, you know, it's best if they come to you and ask for the forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't always happen like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that, but if you're doing it just for yourself, that, you know, I forgive them for their you know, X, Y, whatever it went into the harming you, wh- whether it be that their, their ignorance or their, you know, uh, illness, you know, if it's a mental illness that caused them to harm you without their, you know, right. whatever it was, you know, or even, you know, bad intentions. If, if you want to forgive to just let that go. I mean, I've certainly had that in my life. People who I don't even speak to anymore. Right. And it's not that I, you know, I would talk to them. They're not available to me to talk to anymore. But I have forgiven them. You know what I mean? Uh I have forgiven them in my heart. I might still be, you know, when I think about it, like, wow, that was really sucked, what they did or what Uh they said. or Did you want to give an example? It was very harmful. Well, I don't want to talk about it because, you know, if, if somebody, you know, knows... Okay. You know, the person or whatever. Oh, these are living people. Living people, yes. Okay. You know, and I don't want to, like, name names, and mm-hmm. but they were friends of mine a long time ago. There's mm-hmm. a couple, I mean, there's one in particular I'm thinking about right now, and, you know, we don't speak anymore, and it's not for my lack of trying, but, um, you know, but for my own sake, I have to forgive, for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, and what does that to, look like for you? Describe that process. Okay, well, it's it's looking into my heart and not feeling and not and trying not to hold on to the anger or hurt or resentment that they caused. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I forgive the action. I don't. I don't hold the person as bad or 
you know, evil or what they did and said was in, at the time it felt cruel, mm-hmm. but, and... And was cruel. Yeah. It was cruel. Um, but... Do you think they intended to hurt you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it was a it was a very strong judgment against me that I felt was not accurate and was said, you know, in ways that were very, you know, hurtful to me. So anyway, mm-hmm. the point being is that... It's interesting. Can I just say one thing? It's interesting that you don't want to talk about the original harm. I just don't want to... I don't want to, like, speak about... Pe- like, people who are living in a negative light. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, you know, if somebody... I mean, I don't know if this person will ever listen or anybody this person knows will ever mm-hmm. listen, but, you know, mm-hmm. they might. Mm-hmm. And, no, fair enough. You know, I don't know. Like, um, you know, I could get, I could make a pseudonym up and... Uh, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> like, no, no, no. You know, um, it was hurtful because I had been friends with this person for a long time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And to say some of the things that this person said was... It, you know, was painful. Yeah. So, um, and some of it was over like ridiculous to me, ridiculous things like politics and, you know, and maybe I did, and I owned crossing boundaries as far as, you know, this person didn't want me to, you know, I will reveal this, didn't want me to like, um, include them in like emails because this is back in the days of emails. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. how long ago it was. Um, you know, with like sharing political things or whatever, and I did, and mm-hmm. I know I, I, I probably shouldn't have done that. Uh-huh. But I don't think anything else I did was so egregious that I deserved, you know. Yeah. The lashing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of verbal lashing, not mm-hmm. physical. Yeah. Anyway, but that's just as an example of, you know, somebody. But describe- I felt I needed to forgive. And how did you go about forgiving them? I mean, you just said you 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 didn't feel you. Basically, what you said was you made yourself feel a different way. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just talked myself through it. Uh-huh. I don't know how else do you do it. Um, you know, just looked into my heart and what would, gave. But and what ga- would have been and in your heart? Forgave that person for. What would be? In, I'm. 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 I'm not trying to be like. Um, I'm not trying to be. Um, what? What do you call it? Um, argumentative, but like, what right. was in your heart? Like, why would something be in your heart? What would be in your heart that had to do with them? Um. What would you find out about them been, in your heart? What What was in my heart was feeling. Pain mm-hmm. and sadness mm-hmm. and anger. Like it was a betrayal. Yeah, it of did your feel. Friendship. It did feel a little bit like that. Yes, yes, that like that that certain things could not. Um, be bigger, like that. Our friendship couldn't be bigger to this person than mm-hmm. you know whatever. Mm-hmm. He was Ex- to you extraneous right. or whatever, yeah, yeah. So that was that was painful and hurtful. So you know, part of it is also forgiving yourself for mm-hmm. any you know lo- looking my own part. It's sort of like what you were just talking yeah. about with the twelve steps, looking into your own heart, mm-hmm. whatever. I you know forgiving myself right for my part in it. And forgiving him for, you know, because he's a human being. Yeah. You know, ultimately, you know, and mm-hmm. and my love for him, you know, even now, because, um, all right, it is a guy. I even you like this, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, this person, this person. Well, that but, narrows it down to 2.9 billion Yeah, it's billion only, people, it, yeah, so. it narrows it down a lot. Um, but... I still love this person, mm-hmm. and I think I, you know, that's the first time I actually even said that aloud. You mm-hmm. know, is that I do still love this person. Right now, is the first time you said that. Yeah, aloud. Mm-hmm. You know that I can say that. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Um, I mean, I do, you know, is there still some remaining sadness? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it, losing friendships are is hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Loss is hard. Mm-hmm. So... Um, well, but there can also be like the, oh, good riddance. I'm glad I got rid of that weight from my life. I mean, I've definitely ended relationships where there was no, it was just like, oh, what a relief. Right, 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 right. Sure. So I don't think it always has to be. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That like, yeah, that maybe the majority of the relationship was not that great anyway or whatever or let me ask you this do you think <clears throat> do you think people um harm each other um is it always out of pain do you think we're we're cruel to others or hmm, this or, is a or thoughtless of others because we really do get deep in this um yeah because that's i mean that's a great question i mean that's always I mean, how i've if i've gone if i've gone about like forgiving somebody um, I think I've always tried to, first of all, imagine, I think, I think there's two ways to forgive. There's the, there's the, there's the seeing, seeing your part, cleaning it up and then feeling like whatever unfinished business you have with that person is done. Okay. And that doesn't, and that could mean that the relationship continues or it doesn't for, I remember I heard this great quote. Um, I think it was, um, oh, that woman that's running for president now. Um, Marianne Williamson. Yeah, she, she said, you have to forgive everybody, but you don't have to have lunch with any any of them anytime <laughs> soon. And I love that. That's, it's like, that's great. You don't have to hang, you don't have right. to hang out. Right. Like, it could be the end of a relationship. Right, right, right. Whatever the hurtful thing is. Sure. And... I um, mean, that's an excellent point. Yeah. And And I think it makes it much easier to forgive if you... But, uh, in taking responsibility, not only, and, and, and it isn't necessarily taking responsibility for, and I think this is probably what my, my shrink would say, it's like, it's not necessarily um, taking responsibility for just what you did wrong in that relationship, but probably if you were doing something in that relationship, it's because there's something, if you were acting out in some way in your relationship, it's because it means that there's something in your own life that you're neglecting. So it's sort of like taking responsibility for your whole life and your personhood. Mm. I think that's what that's what forgiveness requires well, ultimately. You, yeah. I mean, it's a degree. You, you're never perfect, but... You asked a good question whether you think it comes... You know, somebody being, you know, hurtful comes from pain, their yeah. inner pain. And I think that's... I think probably for 99% of the population that is probably true. Mm-hmm. You know, that like when you are hurting somebody and it may not even be the person that's hurt you or is the one that you're trying to hurt. Well, most of the time not. Let's face it. Yeah. And well, sometimes it is. I mean, you're just trying to be. Uh, well, sure. That's you know, true. Too. Yeah, yeah. Retribution yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, or revenge or. And there's something about retribution, too, where it's like you. It's like, Revenge. well, we have a friend who, who, who will, will remain nameless, but he'll know who in his heart who I'm talking about. <laughs> and like, we'll say like, a, like, a, like some stupid little, little snide joke to him. And then he'll like, just like, like hit back with like a fucking cannonade. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, here's a little feather tickle. And then it's like, boom. Right. Back. Right. Oh, and, um. <laughs> And, uh, but I'm just using an example because I think when you start that fight, it's like, it's really easy when you're, when, when somebody says something hurtful to you to not respond in kind, but to up the ante. Mm. And I'm not saying only Paul does it. I know I've done it a million mm-hmm. times. I mean, <clears throat> 19 million times in my life. Right. But you tend to like hurt them a little bit more and then they hit harder and harder. And suddenly... Well, that's how wars start. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's you know the history of mankind. It's also how war. Like, it's also how like emphasis hurtful. on the man part. Yeah. Although I guess women are. Uh, give me a break with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe behind the scenes a little bit. Yeah. Poking the bear. Um, but no, I I agree with you, and it, it's hard not to fall into that. Trap and, and that impulse to do that, right? But do, also, let me, okay. And then, but don't you think sometimes 
you, you, you start to get in the fight, and then all of a sudden you're saying stuff that you actually have wanted to say for a long time, too? Maybe. I mean, I'm sure that's happened, yeah. Like Are you thinking like, of somebody in particular? That you... No, no, no. I'm thinking of all the times oh, okay. I've said that. And like, right, right. you know how like you 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 say something and then there's, yeah, yeah, there, there's certain things right. you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I finally said that, you know? Right, right. And I, I was thinking of, yeah, I was thinking of something that, that you witnessed earlier in the year. But anyway. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I, actually, I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking that many times that'll happen. And then right. then it's like. You can't really take it back because they, you both know that you meant it. Yeah, like the cat's out of the bag. You, you really feel that. And that's, yeah. it's like, you, you. But that's actually maybe a good starting point for understanding. If the, uh, that takes a lot of two to tango, though. That takes oh, of course. A of lot course. of two. Goodwill. Of goodwill and also like maturity. And love and, and maturity. maturity and exactly. Which and love f- and forgiveness. Did you think my father was real good at forgiveness? Uh, uh, I mean, come on, Beth. <laughs> that's a really easy answer. The fact that you hesitated for a second is a, is a, I is, mean, is it the reason evidence I hesitate, of your own character flaw. The reason I hesitate is because I, I was thinking, would he ever think that he had, like, I don't know, like. I don't know, like, um, that would take a lot for him to even think that he needed to do that. I don't know. Right. Exactly. I guess. So that's my hesitation. And that makes, that's also makes it hard to forgive somebody. When they're not able to. When there's absolutely no recognition. Yeah. Of the harm they've done. Right. Like not even any kind of at all. Well, that's zero. kind of the point what I was talking about before mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like sometimes you have to do that for yourself even though the person isn't even going to ask. Absolutely. Or Absolutely. even know that they should ask. Or, I totally agree. But you need to do it for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was just thinking too, like here's a, here's a good example of like the challenges of forgiveness and I don't even know, like, okay, remember my former neighbor who did all these horrible things? Yep. And here's an example of how I feel like I really did not ask for anything that that guy was dishing out. No, you didn't. That's a great example of that. I mean, he, like, just yeah. for the listeners, he did really, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to yeah. talk about this. He did some crazy ass uh, stuff. He was keying your car. He Key was threatening car, you. Threw eggs at my car. A put paint, like um, side swipe paint, like a spray can of paint yeah. down my car. Yeah. He, um, and he broke a-, a window of my car. This all broke two mirrors, slashed my tires twice. Yeah. And this is, and just, just to, um, to put it in context, this is like this guy who had had many problems with many people. He was clearly an it antisocial wasn't just me. Yeah, right. sociopath. He, right. But somehow he targeted you. A professional you. though. He was a, yeah he was and he was a lawyer and he he yeah. he he just you got on his radar yeah because and, I lived above him yeah and you sometimes walked on the on your floor exactly and and didn't stomp or didn't you know no. one time he came up to us and in the middle of the night this is when I was with my last ex husband um well he's not quite yet ex but anyway um with my last husband. And he came and knocked on our door in the middle of the night and screamed that we were walking around like tanks. And this is like, we're in bed at 3 a.m. You were sound asleep. Sound asleep. Yeah. And he's making so much noise. Right. That the whole, you know, he's waking up floor the could hear him screaming at yeah. the top of his lungs outside our door. So anyway, how did you deal with forgiving him? Or did you forgive him? Well, this is, a good, this is what I'm going to say is I don't know if I've forgiven him. I'm too scared of him still. Even thinking about him is frightening to me because he was so, I didn't know what he was going to do next. Mm-hmm. I was fearful for my life. He actually threatened to kill me. Mm-hmm. You know, first he attacked me, like he tripped me getting out of the elevator yeah. on purpose, shoved yeah. me and tripped me. 
And Disgusting. I had police. I had an order of protection against him. Anyway, it was... But the, my point being is I was afraid of that guy. I didn't know what he was going to do next. And then what he got in the... Even with the order of protection, a court order, mm-hmm. he got in the elevator with me when he shouldn't have mm-hmm. and then said, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. That's terrifying. It, I was so scared. I mean, I'm still scared to even think about him. Yeah. But at some point, do... W- do I forgive him? Can I forgive him mm-hmm. at some point? Should I forgive him? Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> this is this is where, like, I think that there comes, um, like, the edge of, you know, I guess the boundaries of this or the lines of forgiveness. But see, here, when can do I you say forgive something? somebody? I think that's what brought it up for me. And that's yes, what, when that le- your... it leads up to the whole thing with my dad in right. the conversation and right. timing. It's like... Yeah, it, 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 you you cannot forgive somebody and stay in the line of uh, of fire. Right. You must. You cannot forgive somebody until you're out of the line of fire. Right. And and you have to. You can't forgive somebody until. And I don't know what the magic is. I mean, I can. You know, I've prayed for people that have harmed me. Mm-hmm. I've done all kinds of things. <clears throat> right. You know, like the hardest thing I ever did was. Um, but anyway, the point being, you have to get yourself out of the, the line of fire and, and, and you have to do it in a way that brings no harm or responsibility taking um, on your part. Like, you don't, you're not bearing any of the burden. I think that's the key thing. That, that's when you can forgive. When, when, you, when you realize that, let, for example... I'm, without using a specific example, my father, my father could be very, could do something very cruel, and then he would tell me that it was my fault and that it's because I did mm. X, Y, and Z. Right. So I can't forgive him if I'm still thinking, like I know he hurt me. That's obvious. Like I can feel it. Uh huh. But if I still think it's because I did X, Y, and Z oh. that brought it on, but I never did X, Y, and Z. Until I'm very, very clear that there was no X, Y, and Z at all I to begin see. with, right, I really can't right. forgive him. I see. And so uh, uh, that's why I'm saying, like, with this guy, can you forgive him? Because it's like, you know if you run into him, he might do something to you or, or, ter- or terrorize you like he had. Right. And um, so... Like, for instance, when I was moving out of that apartment, remember? You were there. Yeah. He came up and he was said... You know, he listed how many years, months, and days I'd lived there. Yeah, that was... Psycho. Psycho. He was bizarre. And and I'm not one to easily be afraid. No, you're not. I go into circumstances and on my job that most people would be... Correct. Like, horrified and terrified well, it's to different. go in. First of all, it's different when it's in your home because where are you going to go? Well, that's home? the thing. That was what was... And, yeah. you, you know, he was right in the same building. Yeah. And I had, I had such empathy. I mean, I always did, but a new closer understanding of the terror of living with somebody like with domestic violence or child abuse or, Mm -hmm. you know, because you cannot escape. Mm, Exactly. There's no escaping. I mean, like, I mean, I could have moved, yeah, I mean, and I did move you eventually, e- but... You weren't even in close to that, what, somebody who's exactly, living with somebody. Exactly, I mean, he only, har- you know, physically harmed me once, but I mean... And not even, he didn't even, like, Yeah, I mean, it you. was, well, there was, blood was drawn. It was really? a little bit, but it was, yeah. No, really. Um, I'd forgotten that. Yeah. Uh, when I, when he tripped me, but... Yeah, it was it was very scary, you know, and he would leave weird things in front of our door. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. But let's, so anyway, let's, let's stay back on forgiveness to the, and not back the to the back to the um yeah, the forgiveness part. So what do you do with that? Do I forgive him? I don't know. I, I mean, it doesn't seem necessary because I I feel like he's not somebody that was really in your life. He was just kind of this incidental thing and I Yeah. But is but I don't know. But like, I mean, according to your principle, yes, you should. According to mine, uh huh. I think, I think, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't, I don't have, the, I don't have a straight answer even for my system or your system. I mean, 
it's a really it's an odd case. It's, if going back to I the question, I guess I use it as a an as an example of where the boundaries of yeah. How do you, you know, who do you forgive? Do you forgive a, you know, like do you a, forgive a somebody, psychopath? I mean, right. You know what I mean? Do you forgive somebody who's I, incapable? I mean, I think you have to for yourself. But, but see, see I, this is exactly my question. Who, and I know, I don't, I don't mean to like turn the tables, and, but you kind of, you, you know, it's like a psychopath. Like, for example, how do you, how do you, like I, my whole question that that haunted me for days after that that talk was like how do i forgive somebody who is a a narcissist right who has no concept of where he ends and the rest of the world begins and what action what's he's done you know uh-huh. and no sense that he even should and it's like and it, it i mean i have to say it's similar to this this experience with this with this guy except i spent you know it was my dad right and he wasn't that no. malicious and you know, not at all. No, he wasn't vicious like that. He was never cruel like that. But right. But when you're he would the he damage would, you can inflict on on a on a four year old no 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 I know you can fl- conflict on your fifty year old neighbor. No no no. I'm I'm not and yeah. I'm not undermining what he did to you. But, but I'm point, not saying that it's just a it's, whole different. It, it's thing. not either or. But I think the point is like, can you forgive somebody? Who who around at least around that particular issue, and I would say around many issues. Did he have a? Is there a conscience? Is there another conscience available for this for this process of forgiveness? And and so I, anyway, I brought it to my shrink, and she said, um, "You know what? No, you don't have to forgive him." Uh huh. Which was a great relief after, because I was like, "God, now I have to fucking forgive him." Yeah, I, I, I like right. And she said, "No, because don't bear the responsibility of the other for what they did." Let them bear that responsibility. And that's why I'm sorry to, I don't mean to be this, keep going back to money and, and, and checks, but I'm just using it because it's very clear. There's numbers and you can weigh it and, and it's obvious. But like, if you, if, 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 the, if it's 25 each with tax and tip and the other person leaves 15 uh-huh. and you throw down the extra 10 In, in, in that relationship, you're not really... That's not really forgiveness. That's just papering over something. It's putting something off. It's, well, I, I it's mean, pushing it down the this road. This doesn't even... I, I really don't even understand that this is what, relevant what I, to forgiveness. Because, because, it, because it's totally relevant to forgiveness. Because what I said was that I think you can forgive when you stop bearing responsibility for the original hurt. And that could be either taking responsibility for your part in it like you know I was in an abusive relationship and I could see what it was and I chose to stay because it was hard for me to leave or it could be whatever in the, in in my case and I think in the case that you bring up it was these are things that just happened to us that were just fell out of the sky that we had really had nothing to do with right and um so in that case I think it's not just a question of forgiving it's a question of of clearing one's own conscience. But I... What do you mean clearing one... Which is clearing one's own conscience? Like, just being clear, um, and it takes a long time, at least for me, depending on the case, it took, it's taken 50 years to just be like, yeah, you know what, I didn't really... That was just the other person's oh, de- oh, deal. Oh, I see what you're saying. And for whatever, whatever it is, like... Right. Do you know what I mean? Because they're right, never going to, like, you're, my father and this guy are never going to be able to come to you and say, listen, I'm so sorry. I was in really a painful place and I did that. Yeah, I mean, maybe he would be, you know. I mean, crazier things happened, have happened. But I, I think. Maybe, yeah. You know, know, I mean, sometimes know. people yeah. are in the throes of all kinds of weird stuff that we don't even know about. And Absolutely. when they come through it, they're like, oh my gosh, look what I've done. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's what the forgive asking for forgiveness from people in the 12 step programs are, uh, is about, right? Making amends. I mean, yeah. is when you've been, you don't realize you're doing it in the moment, but then you go back and ask, yes. right? But getting back to your example of the, the check coming in, I don't even understand, like, are you saying that I am, I need to like 
that's not forgiveness, putting $10. I mean, this is something that I don't feel as an injury. Mm-hmm. If what? I, you know, if I voluntarily, voluntarily cover somebody's $10 missing. But what if it's because they're being, they're being like, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, you know what it's, I mean? it's just, just an example. I'm just using that as a metaphor. I'm not using it as an actual case. Oh. I'm saying, I'm saying like, I think forgiveness can't be you giving up a piece of your soul in order to quiet the, the, to keep pain in your soul, to keep peace, to, to, even if it's just, you don't even talk to them anymore, but like, yes, I forgive them, I forgive them, I forgive them because that's the right thing to do and I forgive them. And it's like, you don't want to like take a pound of your own flesh in order to, um, in, in the process of forgiveness. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't really understand. I still don't understand what you're really getting to. It, 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 it's what, what is I'm the talking, pound of flesh you're talking about? It's the... It's, it's sort of like the invisible hurt that's inside you. you. Not you, Beth, but one. That I think... that can be papered over with, with, with the sort of facile version of forgiveness, that Judeo-Christian, like, it's the right thing to do. I'm, I'm doing the holy and right thing, and I've, I've said all the right words, and now I've, I've forgiven. I think it has to, like, the reparation, you have to make reparations to yourself first. Whatever that form that takes. And what do you mean? Like, I mean, for example, let, let's talk about the situation I, I, I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like I, that was papering over something? No, I don't know. I don't know enough. To, honestly, I don't know your heart enough to say that at oh, all. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, talking, I'm, not I'm, sure. ta- I'm not talking about anything that you've done. I'm talking about in general what people have done. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Not at all. I mean, you're, you're just saying that, like, so people can just say, oh, yeah, I forgive. No, with, your, with that and friend, they, I would have been they, like, fuck him. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been real easy for me. So, no, 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 I'm not saying you did anything wrong at all. No, 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 but, like, okay, so I'm just trying to understand where, what the pound of flesh you're talking about. Like, you have to really have felt it, the harm done, or... What's the papering over, I guess? I'm trying to really understand that more. I, I think it's, it's, it's something to do with not feel Something, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like speculating here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's what we're doing. But I, I think it's sort of like, I mean, I think what can often happen, at least for me, and maybe just my, me, my characterological state or whatever, my parents... It's like I will, like a child, like you know how like you know how chi- children think they did, their parents get divorced and they think they did something wrong, right? Like I, I I tend to do that. Like if somebody says I did something wrong, I I assume that I did something wrong, uh-huh. and then I have to really think it through and be like, well, actually, you know what? I really I really didn't. But I think for me to forgive, it, that's why it's so helpful the twelve step program to like really you know what. Forget about what they did to you. What did you do? That helps me so much because that actually gives that that empowers me. Like in other words, the forgiveness can't be a disempowerment. Right. True forgiveness can't be disempowerment. And and in order for it not to be disempowerment, that's why I'm saying I think it takes these two things, which is one, getting out of harm's way. Right. And no longer experiencing the harm it has right. to end. Right. Because I was uh, yeah, and then the other thing is. To the putting to rest of the issue, somehow it can't be at one's own expense in any way. It can't be, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to brush it under the rug. I'm going to forget about it. I'm going to look away from it. Uh I am going to be fearful in the future about it. Like this, this safety, this sense of safety in the world has been snatched from me. And okay, I'm going to, I forgive them, but I I can't do X, Y, and Z in the world. Mm. I think that's part of forgiveness. Mm. 
I think you need both. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what was missing in that conversation when you were said to forget, you know, you mm-hmm. were trying to put, like you said, you know, you were kind of pushing me to forgive somebody. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, there has to be that step of re-empowerment mm-hmm. of the person who has been harmed. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's really very much missing in Judeo-Christian, the Judeo-Christian approach. You feel like, or at least the Jew, the Christian approach. I don't think the Jew, I don't think Jews have a, they have a much more humane attitude towards it. I think, but anyway, more holistic. I don't know. Um, I well, forgiveness doesn't have to be martyrdom. That's two different things. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Like, there's a. Well, for an sure. element of martyrdom if you're just taking things and yeah being you know yeah long suffering or something or just or... being or or if it's the I'm the better person like the martyrdom can take interesting forms it doesn't necessarily take the form of uh my my flesh is burning you know the, the gladiators are burning me or whatever <laughs> it can take the form of well I'm better than them on the inside. I'm, I'm, I, have, I have the scar on the outside, but I'm better than them on the inside. And that, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's like Nietzsche, pure Nietzsche 101 right there. It is? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's the, it's, um, it's like the slave, what do you call it? The slave um, something or other. But it's sort of like that was his critique of Christianity, and and I think he's right, and and that is t- completely true to my experience, and it just takes a long, long time, and 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 I remember. Oh, can I just say one other thing? I remember the next day, like, or a couple days, like we 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 had we had the podcast, and then we had our little, our little like debate afterwards. And the next day I happened to talk to my shrink, and she's like, "You don't need to forgive him. You need to like thank him for all the things he did." and and like for that experience that's going to make you stronger somehow you know what uh-huh. doesn't kill you makes you stronger which is also Nietzsche by the way and so gratitude yeah and not for him but for the experience which okay. was all mine mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if that didn't that didn't seem like an instant solve to me but whatever it made me at least I got remove the burden of now not only do I have to deal with that but now I I have the obligation to forgive now I, I have to besides the burden mm-hmm. of what like that's what I mean by taking it on like taking it inside and like the burden of of forgiving uh-huh um I think it has to be as as easy as the fruit falling from the tree at the end of the at the end of the story it just falls away. Mm. Now, how after having done the work, you're saying like working exactly getting toward that point. Unfortunately, yeah, you can't do that, and and whatever right. that might mean, I don't even know really. I mean, besides right. time and right, right, but certainly, yeah, being out of harm's right. way and, and age. That's yeah. why fruit falls from the tree. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like time helps and praying for them. I mean, I've done yeah. that. Right, exactly. It totally helps. Right. And uh, wishing them the best. That's the hardest thing that can possibly... That's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like when I broke up with my ex and mm-hmm. I felt very uh, wronged in the process. And it's like I had to... Not only did I have to wish him um, well in my prayer, but I had to I had to hope that he found somebody mm. that he loved. Like the way I... The, the thing that I wanted, which was that. Right. And and in my mind I wanted him didn't now I realize it didn't have to be him, but I had to wish that for him. Oh my god. Two weeks every day. Whew. That was hard. But it was very yeah. liberating. Yeah. It was very liberating because I had the power to say that prayer. Mm. And I think there it has to there has to be re empowerment. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, part of forgiveness is what you know, holding Holding somebody in love and understanding mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and compassion, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. part of the process. I think you're right at some level. You know, that just 
and and it's and it's doing that for yourself too. Can you hold a sociopath in 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 compassion? Can well, one? I mean, like that guy who did that shit to you. I mean, my father even yes, I think I could because I actually think my father did act out in pain. Uh huh. But this guy. I don't know his story though. That's true. We don't know what happened and, to him. And you know, even the thing is with most sociopaths, it's not like they chose to be born with a messed up brain, which yeah. I think a lot of that is. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, it's they they were born with this. It's an affliction. Yeah. I mean, and it's alienating. Yeah. You can't have a life like you and I can, mm-hmm. you know, with love and friendship and yeah. true trusting someone else. Mm-hmm. And you're walking around thinking, you know, and not feeling you have no, you have no ability to really have empathy or, right. Or any, you know, a, a myriad of human emotions. That's really sad. Yeah. It's pathetic. Uh-huh. I mean, they do horrible, you know, things as a result. Yeah, yeah that, feeling. But sorry it's for... a, it's, a, it, it's not a, it's not feeling sorry for them. Yeah, it's it's being compassionate. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's being, they're they're an afflicted, you know, human being. It it's just that their affliction is not like cancer or, you know cerebral palsy or you know something that is easily you know identified or yeah. seen it, but it is a, it is oftentimes either an affliction of the brain that w- they were born with or mm-hmm. trauma created or you know yeah i mean we're still trying to understand those but the point the people but, that are true yeah. sociopaths yeah and without even trying to figure out right the teleology of uh of sociop- sociopathy, I mean, I think the point is that... Um, well, you asked if you could forgive someone like that. And yeah. my point is, and what do you do, you know, it, it depends. I mean, if you're saying forgiveness is something, if you're saying forgiveness is about, you know, someone who's harmed you... I just don't even it, know what the term forgiveness means for somebody who, for whom... There will be no reckoning because forgiveness in some ways is about, hey, I'm letting you off the hook if they were never on the hook. And I think that's, you know, it's not on the, it, you know, that's two separate things, though. Yeah, I think you're right. On yeah. the hook. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I see what you're it saying. doesn't mean that they don't face some kind of punishment. No, definitely. We're going to lock up. Exactly. Like the person. Keeps, yes, exactly. Like that's that's the principle of like stopping right. the harm right. in order to forgive. Right. Like that's step one. Right. But I mean, you know, hate, which I think is what f- is festered when you cannot forgive or let go. Right. Resentment. Hate. Resentment, anger, hate. Yeah. And it builds. That's the ultimate. Is so toxic to the person who's carrying it. Yeah. And that's why no it's doubt. profound when you see these stories or hear these stories about people who've been horribly injured by someone else. Yeah. And somehow... Yeah. You know, find it in their heart, like whether it be their faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times it's people's, you know, faith yeah. that brings them to that. Well, and they- their true belief that, you know, I think a lot of people... And, and see, this does... For me, yes, I grew up in that. But mm-hmm. for me, it's not... I believe I do not believe now in a heaven or a hell. Mm-hmm. It's not like I feel like... I feel like it's a no. present. It's, a, it's, a, it's something... No, hell and, and, and heaven are on earth. Right. It's something for me, my choosing to forgive people or not is for me mm-hmm. more than even the person I'm forgiving. Absolutely. On that we agree. So, you know, and it's not because, you know, Jesus wants me to or because I'll mm-hmm. go to heaven if I forgive people. It's it's because it'll bring me less pain ultimately. Yeah. Because the pain, the pain of hate and anger is, no. I think on that we is can, huge. We can totally it, agree on that. Like, like I mean, I, yeah. that, that's what I was gonna say. We came away from that conversation. Like, 
I wasn't discounting what you said about forgiveness. I never discounted what you said about for quote unquote forgiving my father. And I, I, I think we need a new word than forgiveness because I think forgiveness is some kind of um a thing that I bestow on the other. I am I grant you forgiveness. Uh-huh. Um I think that's like Ugh. a legalistic framework that we need to just get rid of, like that word. Uh-huh. I'm not give the word give isn't it. I'm giving you something. I'm not giving the other person anything. I'm freeing myself, right? Right. But I forget what I was going to say, but, uh-huh. um, but ultimately, but I knew you were ultimately right. you do give some, I, I think if a person is aware that you have come to that point and felt the, the compassion and understanding and love mm-hmm. that it, it's very powerful to the person who has been forgiven. Absolutely. It's an incredible experience to be forgiven. It's, it, it's one of the most amazing experiences that exists. Yeah. And okay, so I want to go back to something though that we were saying before, which was um I forgot. <laughs> oh, I remember. I just want to say one thing that I want to just get off my chest. So just that whole th- those whole three or four days and 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 i and I definitely like what I was saying was like, yeah, I was like best principle is right, I don't think it's 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 I can't go about it the way exactly the way that she's kind of trying to coach me through. I have to go it through another and I have to go another route, and anyway, like. And then we listened to the podcast and we got in another fight. I don't know if you remember that, but we actually got in. Our bigger fight was the next day. Right. After we listened to the podcast. We had a little tussle after initially doing the podcast, but that was like on a Monday or a Sunday. We actually listened to it on a Tuesday or Wednesday. And that's when we really had our like words. And anyway, so I went to bed and I was sort of like, you know, perturbed and kind of like stirred up and. And I don't even remember what I dreamt, but like I woke up the next day and I was like, I was writing in my journal and I was like, wow, like my, the presence of my father, because actually was in, in everything was like impregnating the world. Partly it's because my dad knew so much and could explain everything. He could explain the fucking Hudson River as well as like the schist of, of that on which Manhattan was built but it was like my father was in the landscape. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like the face of my father had been like removed from the landscape. The landscape was just the landscape. It was just hills and mountains and fields. Mm. Wow. After that. And it was like really profound. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was an amazing experience. Wow. Yeah. Just, just the conversations and the processing of all this? Yeah, the whole thing. Like, you saying that thing, and then uh-huh. me, me at once knowing you were right and wrong at the same time. Uh, and, I mean, ultimately, perhaps even more right than wrong, but, like, there was, it was just bad, badly timed. Right. And then somebody else, like, who I really respect, saying, no, you don't have to, f- don't f- try to forgive them. Don't give them something. Just, like, get something out of it. Uh-huh. And then it was, like... um then yeah, just having our fight and having it be public like that. Right. I didn't even, I don't, you know, I didn't even know if we were going to post it at that point, but just like kind of exposing it all Mm -hmm. like this wound. And it was just like, and so it took like three or four days, but I remember having that feeling and and my completely resolved now. I mean, like I said, like, as I said in the podcast, I said, I said, it's an affliction. It's like a lifelong affliction. Yeah. And it'll get smaller and smaller. But, like, I definitely made a huge step forward. Yeah. In it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's huge. That just yeah. saying that you don't, you know, see him in the very landscape, you know. Yeah. It's just seeing the landscape. It was a lot of work to get here. I mean. I'm proud of myself. For yeah. A, surviving and B, yeah. like, persevering. Yeah. And just being like, no, I want to have uh, I I don't just want to be good. I want to, like, live. Right. Thrive. Yeah. Yeah. And you deserve it. Yeah. Oh, everybody does, but you deserve it, sweetie. So you don't have to look at me with pained and, like, compassionate eyes. Just be, like, joyful eyes. Like, forget the pain and compassion. No, I'm moved. Oh. 
It's my moved. That's your moved face? My moved face. Okay. And I'm happy and proud of you. Well, that's hard yeah. to like, yeah. And that, I'm proud of you for going as deep as you go. It was like a witnessing. The whole process was like a witnessing the whole thing. Right. Just, yeah. I love you, sweetie. Because I think that's the whole thing with a, 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 a narcissist. You're never witnessed. You're never like reflected back as just who you are. As you are, right. You know what I mean? Right. It's so confusing. It's yeah. so confusing. You because know? that's part of a parenting process is to, you know, reflect back to the child and help them understand their feelings, their emotions, their yeah, They don't their even know being. what it is. Yeah. It's like they don't, even, they don't even know they're hungry. They don't know they're, right. they're cold. Right. You give them yeah. the words for it. You yeah. give them the understanding. You help them then that's like a tool. navigate the world. And it's a it vital shouldn't tool. be they. you're a, a mirror of them, mm-hmm. of the parent. Yeah. You, Bobby, being yeah. a mirror of your father, it should yeah. be. I mean, not that it was 100% that way either, but still. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it was like a big, <laughs> big component. Right. But, um, yeah, so it's still like. I wouldn't say the pain is gone of all the different parts of it, but it's just like it definitely, I'd say the burden, it's not like as much of a weight that I'm carrying around. That's how I describe it. You know, I left, I put down a huge pack. Good. Yeah. You feel lighter. So yeah. Now if I could just like lose 20 pounds. Okay. And you will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've covered a lot. I think I think we can. Yeah, did you have anything you want to say about your guy at the end? Your I don't know. Maybe someday you know, we'll get to hug it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell it's over because I'm checking my messages. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time on... Bye, kids. For Significant Mother yeah, thanks on for the sticking couch. Up. If, for those who have lasted this long, thank you. Yes. Thanks for listening. Love Bye. you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Significant Mother. Hey, you know what? You can find us on Facebook at significant mother the podcast and we have a website significantmother.net and please make sure to subscribe or follow us on any of the podcast apps that you listen to significant mother on every single week and Please, please give us five stars. And if you're, oh, please, 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 for your significant mother, your significant mother, would you please write us a review? For the love of God. (laughs) Please.